Hey, thanks for coming back. This is a message in a bottle. I'm Nicole Coleman, Heyoka Empath. Part two, how girls operate. This interesting dilemma between the sexes like why we girls are susceptible to bonding physically once we've had sex with you, especially if it's like ongoing for a month, definitely our weakness. And you guys susceptible to falling in love once you've made the mental decision with your mind, not your dick, your mind, that you're in love. See, once you decide you're in love, you just can't leave her because you've decided you're in love. But we can leave you. But then again, if we've had sex with you and you're an asshole, it doesn't matter. We can't leave you because we've already bonded to you. You can leave us if you've just had sex with us, but you haven't decided that you're in love. Now, since you guys decide that you're in love, it's obvious that you would use logic to help you navigate in matters of the heart. Now, for all you guys just tuning in right now, and ladies, seriously, go check out the first one because this is complex as fuck. I kid you not, you are going to be so lost. Go listen to the first one. Believe me, it's going to be timely. Since you guys use your logic to make sure you know where you're going, especially matters of the heart, and you always need to know where you're situated, you need to like get your bearings, you need to know where you are, north, south, east, west, directions are like important shit to you. God knows it went topsy-turvy in that vagina. I mean, you didn't know if your head was coming out of your ass. You didn't know your head from your ass. So it's understandable. But whereas we girls are concerned, we don't give a fuck about directions. Don't ask us what direction we're going at. We don't fucking know, nor do we care. We just enjoy the trip. We enjoy the journey. We, we just, as long as we're enjoying it and we're feeling good, we're just going to go. Here's where that becomes a problem. This mindset for us girls overspills into our relationships because we think as long as you dude are enjoying the ride and it's pleasant and you're happy, that that'll cement our union because you're enjoying it. But get this, girls, guys, in order to commit and give their heart, that's not going to happen automatically because we have sex with him. That's just how it happens automatically with us. Guys, in order to commit, have to give their heart freely. And it means that they're going to have to have their mind give the okay and give permission and tell the guy that he's in love. Then he has to admit it to himself. Go fucking crazy. Feel like it's the end of the earth because now he can't live without you. Then he's in love. Then he's bonded to us in the soul. This is why guys can actually die of a broken heart. We go through pain, but we don't die because we just bond physically. So we'll bond again physically after the residue of all that memories and stuff that we've built up after that gets diluted you girls who are used to the fuck buddy system you may think well that's not going to happen to you uh yeah it is because after about 30 days of fucking your big bad wolf in sheep threads when you start to become like anxious and moody that he hasn't texted you back in hours or days you're wondering like where the fuck is he that's when you know you're affected. That's when you know you're stuck. And that's when you know your ass is glued to his. You see, guys need a meeting of the mind plus a certain access code where they get to figure out using their mind how to open your vault. If it's been busted into a lot, they'll know. If it's not airtight, they'll know. It doesn't mean that they won't try to get in. It means 
they won't need to use their tools to figure it out. Not much value in getting in there. And we all know how guys value their tools. They're wired to break in, restore a lost connection, rebuild, make foolproof. Which is why chasing a guy, vagina smudging in his face, is not a good call. But here's a funny thing between us guys and girls. We girls crave an emotional connection, which is easy for us, but erroneously go about it by physically connecting. And you guys crave a physical union, which is easy for you, but erroneously go about it by saying anything you think we wanna hear. Although we both use this fast food sex to feed our craving a hungry heart. We know it's not sustainable or fulfilling. It feels good, yeah, but sugar highs are always accompanied with sugar lows. So now you dude are like, okay, so how do I get rid of her? And you girl are like, okay, I, I thought we really connected. I, I, I don't understand what happened. Baked goods stewed in their own juices always went over Pop-Tarts. The smell alone is so enticing, unless you're starved, unhealthy, you know, into leftovers. Challenging as it may be, and especially where a guy's concerned, a great journey is mandatory. Explorers are led by their navigational tools. It's like an aphrodisiac for them. So let them navigate, man. Let them hunt for it. Any unknown territory will only heighten his sense of smell, sight, sound, and touch for you. It'll awaken his imagination because a man's biggest quest here on this planet is always reaching towards something beyond. They like it fresh, untouched. They're very picky eaters. They want to be the first one who takes a bite, period. Which also, I got to say, you guys, this is a stupid thing that you could ever say to a girl. Well, let's just do it once. That once is how you fuck it up for her. You don't say, let's just do it once. You say, I'm here forever. Okay, but just like, never mind. Okay, don't say that because all the girls are going to be in the know. But that is like the dumbest thing. Girls don't want to do it once. It doesn't like rub out, you know. A vagina doesn't have amnesia at that point. Just because we do it once, it's not like a time limit and erases. You don't say things like once. We don't relate to things like once. We relate to always, forever. Think eternal. Talk soul. When you talk soul with the girl, in terms of soul language, she's there. When you talk... 3D instant Pop-Tart business, she's not there. She has half a brain. It's understandable that you guys don't know this. I'm talking to you, dude, in particular. You know the one I'm talking to. There's a couple of things that you're actually not equipped to handle since it's not talked about anywhere. And we don't actually come with instructions for you guys on how to do what to do. And we girls don't come with instructions. It's very difficult to understand what to do when your girl's pissed. So when it comes to dismantling your warhead, girl PMSing, the most important thing you do need to know, her anger is never about something that's happening right now. It's usually about something that's happened a few days ago or weeks ago or a month ago, maybe even years ago, triggered now with you and actually 
more accurately, it's her anger at herself for letting it happen, whatever it is, for overlooking something, for not listening to her feelings, for believing when she knew better, for giving too many chances, and mostly for doing something that didn't feel right, but she couldn't say no. So betraying herself, which all leads to a staircase of perpetual fear because she knows quietly inside her that when she goes against herself, she's expecting the inevitable to happen like the worst. She's so consumed by it that she's actually looking for it daily. And what we look for, we must find. It's what the focus of our lens is set to. So that all the rest is all faded out. So it's missed. And this is why, especially with a bad relationship prior, the debris of that energetically is still inside her. So her focus will be to seek and find your downfall in spite of all your efforts to prove yourself. It'll be omitted. This is why you may get texts like, seriously. And that's her giving you a chance to rethink what you just said or got it. That's her saying, I heard what you want, but could you just shut up for now? Or fine. Okay, fine is not even on the same planet as where she is right now. And it's actually the true F word towards you or the infamous whatever which means it's beneath her to type fuck off, but not beneath her to imply it. Or duh, that's her telling you yes and how idiotic you just were. Or wow, and that's her saying, and that's her saying the only thing she's admiring right now is what a phenomenal turd you are. Next one, okay, which could mean okay, or no K, so just beware on that one. Capital K, red alert on this one, definitely not okay, and she would hit you if you were there. Small K, decapitalized, just like she wants to decapitalize your head right at the second, dot, dot, dot. She can't even, like just no words. Do not confuse the fact that your girl is truly mad at herself with you being off the hook if you caused it, because you're not. You're a catalyst, true, set to trigger her so she can rid herself at a very primal level, the root of that pain, if she can see clearly into it. If not, it's all good, I'm here. But truth be told, as long as you two are like playing hopscotch with trigger points and jumping over issues, not addressing core, all this overlap shit, reptilian type behavior, overreacting is going to happen over and over and over again. It has to, because each of you are using the other as a stand-in to talk or more like blow up about your shit with the person from the past that you've held it inside because you couldn't say it to them all this time. So for sure it's picked up steam. Once a scene resurrects itself and repeats and all the right players hit their mark, does the shadow boxing begin?
Now, what makes this such a drowning experience? Most people even don't see the initial birth of that pain, of that shame or guilt. Or you see it, but not from the highest vantage point of truth pertaining to it, the bad feelings from it, interpreted as a threat, which puts you in fight or flight mode since it's never been diffused, diluted, or transmuted into the nothingness of which it came. Given most of our initial experience actually happens when we're small and vulnerable, we can only see the threat. Understanding it intellectually later in life doesn't free us from the energy of that feeling. Its energetic mark needs erasing, not understanding. Since insight to you is highly individual, someone who's a reader, a seer, or feeler who can actually join you energetically and absorb it for you, that would be useful. Insight plus clarity unlocks energies since fear cannot exist at that point because where there's clarity, there's no need for it, which makes you fucking untouchable to other people's shit and all those negative feelings that try to latch onto you to thrive cling to feed sort of thing. Now to unravel what seems like eons of relating in this very unauthentic way, it all starts with understanding how to work the opposite sex with ease, grace, and finesse. Wait for it. In our next podcast, okay, I just had to, I just had to. We will be going over part three of how girls operate. This is Nicole Coleman saying, can't wait to speak to you. Peace. Love you.